0: Jake's World, episode 33 of Jake's World, presented by The Nuance Magazine. I'm your host, Jake Swinski, and today is September 9th, Wednesday, September 9th. Gonna try to keep this show a little short and sweet, but who knows, every time I say that it ends up being, you know, like an hour, but got a big fantasy draft tonight, 7 o'clock, I've missed fantasy football. I love fantasy football. It makes me watch everything super intently. I'll talk about that more in a little bit. Uh, A lot of sports today. I mean, typically over the weekend, I like to tune out everything. Unless it's, you know, a major, major news story. But, um, yeah, a lot of sports. I mean watched a lot of that this weekend. Not so much hockey, been kind of keeping up with the basketball portion of it just because the Bucks lost the uh it, they lost in the Eastern Conference semifinals and they were probably the favorite to go to the finals and definitely a contender to win the finals. I'm not going to say they were the favorite, but they were definitely, you know, number 2, number 3, number 4 in that range. Um, so yeah, a lot of sports But before I get into today's show I just want to say Thank you for the birthday wishes I turned 24 on Sunday People like me again I'm Over that stupid 23 age Thanks Blink182 I'm just kidding, people don't like me still I don't care um, Birthdays are weird And it's not just because it's, like, you know, a COVID year, right? Wasn't really able to do much. Had a few beers at the apartment. Played golf the next day. Whatever, whatever, right? Nothing special. Had a quiet day. Spent time with friends. That's good. I'm at the age now, and I'm not sure when this starts. I don't look forward to birthdays anymore. Part of me feels like that's extremely normal. And then another part of me thinks that I'm way too young to be feeling that way. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like I should be young enough to look forward to getting drunk with my friends. Not looking forward to the hangover part. But like maybe it's just been this whole COVID year 2020. And just not giving a shit anymore. Or if it's like I feel like I'm another year removed from my youth. I'm out of school. I'm another year away from that. And I don't want to get older. I want to be 24 forever, right? So, I don't know. Regardless, thank you for the wishes. Thank you for time well spent with me. If you did that. If not, maybe you should have. But thank you in advance. Now, like I said, in advance, after the fact, dummy, Jake, talk, fantasy football. Like I alluded to a couple of minutes ago, I am going to talk about my fantasy football team a little bit more in depth on whenever I record next. I'm planning on getting one out for Friday or Saturday. I know I've been saying the last couple of weeks that I was going to get back on track, and I certainly haven't, but I am, my best intentions are in they're good intentions So, Fantasy draft I love fantasy football Can't get enough of it It's something That It's like an activity you do That you always think about Right I've got a lot of hobbies Mostly sports related This podcast is another thing Playing golf Movies You think about those things When you're doing them Except for me I mean I have some ideas I need to think of what I'm going to talk about with this I need to think about Or I think about how to improve my golf game Things like that right But for the most part They don't really Consume your life Unless you are actively doing that thing Fantasy football is so unique When it comes to like captivating your attention. Because that attention can come from so many different things, right? Your team. What to do with your team. Who the other teams are playing. Or I should say the players on your team. How they're playing. How they're fitting in with their team system. How they match up against the other team. How that team matches up against the other team. That's just like, you know, the who to play, who to sit kind of deal. Who are you playing in your matchup? Who do they have playing in your matchup? Who can you pick up off the waiver wire? How can you gamble on it to make money? How can you gamble your life away and lose money? Um, How can you have fun with it? See, that's like what's so interesting to fantasy football for me. Yet alone just watching all the games and kind of having a vested interest because you might have money or bragging rights on the line, right? It's so cool to be able to be invested in football from 12 o'clock noon on Sunday until 9:30 at night. Then you get Monday night and Thursday night. The interaction with your friends is awesome. Drafting a league and strategies you can implement in that league are awesome, right? So I'm gonna get into that a little bit more and the next time I do a show and break down my personal results, what I feel like I'm going to do going forward. And then I'm going to give you some advice too. If you're in a fantasy football league and you don't have like a, a league historian or like a league narrator or, narrator or a press reporter is another way you could say it, you're doing it all wrong. A couple of years ago, one of the guys in our league decided to do like a weekly power ranking of you know the events of the past week. He'd do a preseason poll, kind of subject, kind of subjective, based on the way he liked how the rankings worked for him, and then he kind of made an opinion going off of how he thought everybody else drafted. I try to, I do it for my league. Getting to the point, but then that changed to. Not just doing power rankings. He he'd put like a description on it and he did a really good job. Then I took it over and I kind of did the same thing. And I fucking love doing this. I get way too much into it. And it's a good time. But if you're not doing that in your league, somebody needs to do it. Like when we first started, he would type it up in a Word document and email it all to us. Because we were still in school. We still had our school email. I just do it as um like a message board post in the group chat in our fantasy app group chat in the app itself. It's it's brilliant. And I usually do those pre season or the pre season power rankings and then, you know, every week after like you normally would do a power ranking. Like every Wednesday. And it kinda gets you excited for the matchup for the week. Good laughs. Roast each other. It's fun. So if you don't do that, find a way somebody find a way to do something it's almost like the p- part of my take uh, fastest two minutes the spoof they do of Chris Berman on you know Sunday whatever the show's called Sunday Night Countdown no that's not it brain fart no whatever I can't think of it but Chris Berman does you know the whoop 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 tick 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 tick, tick that's what they do on the show and they do a parody of it and it's funny and it's kind of like that except it's all written out and it's, I enjoy doing it and if somebody in your fantasy league is like that do it however you want take it seriously I don't, I make lots of jokes it's vulgar, it's funny so do that going forward next staying on the football topic now I'm not sure if this is a real headline or not But it kind of took the internet by storm yesterday. There was a report that... Now I'm reading an article on the internet from Hot97.com. I'm not sure if that's like a radio station or a local news thing or just some shitty blog. And I'm not going to read into it any further because my phone might get a virus. Odell Beckham... Seemingly responds to claims that he likes to be pooped on. Oh, Dookies. <laughs> it's a good Green Day album, by the way. I'm probably going to use a Green Day song at the end of the video or at the end of the podcast. Um, Dion Sanders did a video, too, talking about it. And he doesn't swear, so he said Dookie instead of, you know, Stanley Steamer getting shit on your chest, right? But, I digress Um, I guess Slim Danger is um, Chief Keefe's baby mother is what the article says claims that Odell Beckham Jr. has a poop fetish I'll continue on during an interview on No Jumper podcast with Selena Powell and her friend Aliza I will never listen to that podcast I've never even heard of it The two talked with Slim Danger, who happened to be Chief Keef's baby mother. Mother of Chief Keef's child would probably be a big J journalist way of saying this. So this kind of goes to my premise that this website would probably give my phone a virus. So I'm going to finish this and delete everything on my phone immediately. He loves to be shitted on, said Slim Danger. He wanted me to come on a plane, and he was like, I quote, Make sure you don't have any underwear. Don't take a shower for 24 hours. I'm like, damn, what the fuck are you on? This is how I got flown out. He was like, take a picture of you shitting. I was like, all right, fuck, I can do that. I took a whole video, bitch, what you want. And I sent it, in maybe two hours, I was in Houston. Obj like responded with "Can't knock me off my pivot, no matter what shits thrown my way" on Instagram. So, yikes! Like I said, I don't know if this is true. I don't care if it's true. I don't care if it's not true. It's really funny, and the Dookie jokes have been awesome. Like the famous um, one arm catch he makes when he was playing for the Giants, photoshopped a big turd on it, looked kind of funny. What kind of fucking shit do you need... (laughs) Pun intended. What kind of shit do you need to be on to enjoy that weird fucking shit like that? Like... Fetishes are fucking creepy. So fucking creepy. Okay. But... I can see feet. Kind of. Feet are gross. Especially toenails. Especially my toenails. But, um ears or no it's just it's fucking weird why would anyone want to be shit on why would anyone want to be peed on there's an episode of friends where they have to pee on Monica's feet at the beach and she was scarred for like weeks why the fuck fecal matter and bodily fluids belong waste fluids I should say belong in toilet P-G-I-T pee goes in toilet P.G.I.T. poop goes in the toilet. Not on people. Porcelain not people. Why do we do these weird things? Now. The story is really detailed. To believe that she entirely made it up. But then again. Look at all the stuff that's been going on with some stories inside the NBA bubble. How about, like, with that girl who uh, fellated all of those Suns players, including Devin Booker? Is this just a way of them getting attention? Them getting, well, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like she is Chief Keefe's baby mama, with quotes on that. So it's like she already has some kind of a following Like are you just that thirsty for attention I mean well, I mean, then again look at the Kardashians they're, they're finally ending that train wreck of a reality show It's finally That made news It's like are people that desperate for attention I don't know But regardless I thought that was funny To just be like what Why OBJ why do you like being pooped on Have sex like normal people Like everyone else P-G-I-T, porcelain, not people. P goes in toilet. Poop goes in toilet. Okay, now the last thing I want to talk about. This, I was thinking about doing this a couple of weeks ago when um, the Brewers got off to a very slow start. But now the series that the Bucks played against the Heat was abysmal. Right. Now I'm not gonna go in on the bucks. I'm I've been thinking about how to start this whole entire argument over the last few weeks. And I think I finally had the right ammunition to go forward with talking about this just because, you know, the favorite in the East lost and lost very badly in five games. So um I'm not just gonna bring down Bucks fans, or Brewers fans, Wisconsin fans. I wouldn't say that we are. No, I say we. I do not root for the Brewers. I they are the probably the only team I hate in professional sports. I don't even hate the Chicago Bears. I like the Packers. I hate the Milwaukee Brewers, and I don't have a burning hatred for. Well, the Houston Astros. Now, I don't even hate them. That's just comedy that they're still getting fucking embarrassed on the national stage every night. Altuve and Springer forgot how to play baseball. That's funny. But now I like the Wisconsin college teams too. So I guess you could say of the five teams I have written down being the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Green Bay Packers, Wisconsin football, Wisconsin basketball. I just did those two because they're the major ones to get the most attention. Um, two for five, or three for five. The only ones that really—I I don't know—we're insufferable, guys. We're insufferable. Not to the point where you're a Boston fan and your entire town has not gone, you know, more than a season without winning a championship or being in one for, like, 20 years, whatever it is. I, it wasn't winning a championship, but there has been a major major, uh, sports league Boston team in contention for a, whether it be, you know, a finals Champion, Stanley Cup, Larry O'Brien Trophy, the Super Bowl, or the World Series. That has not happened since, like, I'm serious. I think it's, like, two thousand and 2000. So, I mean, Patriots were in the Super Bowl all throughout the early, or throughout the aughts. I mean, I think Tom Brady went to five Super Bowls in the aughts. Yeah, like 2001, 2002, 2004. These are off the top of my head. 2008, 2010. Bruins went to the Stanley Cup Finals in eleven. The Red Sox went to like three or four World Series in that span starting in 2004. Um, the Celtics were like 2007, 2008, 2009. Yeah, they, they've been in the position to be contenders like seriously every year for the last 20 years. They're insufferable because, you know, they think, oh, they're like so accustomed to winning that when their team finally stinks, it's going to be the, it's the end of the world. Like, the Patriots are not going to be good forever. I don't think they're going to be fantastic this year, but they're not far gone. Cam Newton looks fucking locked in. He looks ready to play football and looks ready to play football at a high level. Bill Belichick could make wee players be Super Bowl contenders, I swear. The Bruins got a fucking great line around them. I mean, I don't know if people are entirely into hockey, especially, you know, I'm in Wisconsin. Wisconsin doesn't have a pro hockey team. And most people either root for the Blackhawks like I do or they root for the Wild out of hatred and spite for Chicago. But... Patrice Bergeron's older Brad Marchand's a little older Pastrnak's young That's the perfection line They've got 4 or 5 years left in them The minimum I mean that's out of Bergeron He's the captain or He's the alternate captain He's the second oldest player on the team It feels like he's been there for so fucking long Chara's 43 and still playing at a high level They've got a ton of role guys I mean love or hate Tuka Rask He plays at a high level Backup goalie's no slouch either. Yaro, um, Yaroslav, Yaro Halak, he's good. Boston hockey's gonna be there for a while. The Red Sox have not looked great, but your ace pitcher's out. You just traded your best player, probably the best player on that side of the Mississippi. Oh, but Christian Yelich, um, yeah, Mookie Betts is just as good. Um, what's the other fucking? Um, Patriot? No, the Celtics. The Celtics are a young group. I mean, all those guys that are under, what, 25? Minus Gordon Hayward, maybe? They're going to be around for a long time. They're not going anywhere, but when they do, look out, because Boston fans are going to be even more insufferable, because they don't know what it feels like to be a normal fan base and lose from time and time again. I'm a Cubs fan. I was born in 96. I will never forget 2016, and I am fully prepared to never see that again. There are generations of Cubs fans who have lived their entire life without seeing them even in a World Series. In a World Series. Up until 16, they had not been to the World Series since 1945. I was eight years old when that. Fucker, Steve Bartman, got in the way of Moises Alou and cursed us. Fucking, I'd punch that guy in the face face if I saw him still. I I wouldn't kill him like some people did. Some people took that guy very seriously. That was fucked up. But, that was in Game (laughs) 5. Or Game 6. They blew that lead, and then they lost Game 7 to the Marlins, who ended up winning the World Series. But, I am fully expecting to never see the Cubs in the World Series again. That is what generational losing does to you. The Packers was born the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. The year, the season I was born, they won it, you know, next January, February. They lost it. I got to watch Rodgers play one. Bucks fans have never seen an NBA Finals, they might never see one. What I'm getting at here is, especially with the Packers, Green Bay is blessed with so many things, yet we still find ways to complain about it. Now, this is typical of you know every sports fan that follows their teams very closely. I mean, sometimes GMs see things differently, and they see a whole other aspect of the business when it comes to dollars and cents. And, you know, cap and player morale and trying to get you know, t- football teams instance 50-something guys to work together and your coaches to work together and your owners to work together and keep, your, keep everyone happy and moving toward a goal and working that the talent you have that year. You know, that's a lot of moving parts. But, Wisconsin fans, we need to figure it out. I'm going to start with probably the biggest bias that has been in professional football for the last 10 years. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, we know. We need to give up the shtick. Everybody who's ever watched football knows that Aaron Rodgers is the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play the game of football. Until Patrick Mahomes, perhaps, but... I'm not ready to give that up yet. He's been very good in two seasons. I'd like to see what seasons three, four, and five do. But that could change. It may change. It may not change. We'll see. That remains to be seen. But Rodgers, the most physically gifted player around. There are so many instances of play, like general managers not giving your superstar additional weapons. Right? Rodgers was a two-time MVP, 2011-2014. Who's the best wide receiver he's had in that span? Craig Jennings? Oh, no, no, he's not the best. I'm just going down the list. Look at all the wide receivers that has, have that Rodgers is thrown to. Donald Driver for a couple of seasons, maybe. I'm not even sure when Donald Driver hung it up. Greg Jennings, hated. Hated Rodgers. Jermichael Finley, tight end, hated Rodgers. Okay, those are two of your better pass catchers. They're gone now. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Jimmy Graham, Kumarow. Eldis Gantling, (laughs) Devontae Adams now, Um, Alan Lazard. All these guys aren't very good, right? But they're good enough to win. But then, here's something that doesn't make sense to me as a Packers fan. Let's trade up our third-round pick. For Jordan, Jordan Love, and then shit on the Packers for doing that. Do you not remember that's the exact same thing they did in two thousand whenever two thousand four two thousand five when they drafted Aaron Rodgers from from Cal? They did the same thing to Brett Favre. He's gonna sit for three years and he's gonna play. Like, though I kind of went on a little rant there, but like. All good things must come to an end. My real point is stop making excuses for your team, right? You need to understand where they're going, the direction they're taking. Aaron Rodgers is 35, 36 years old. Not quite sure. It's somewhere in that range. He's not going to play forever. Oh, but he's still got a few good years left. No, their window's closed with Rodgers. That's it. They're not going to the Super Bowl with Rodgers. And if they do next year, I will eat my podcast. But you need to think of it in much bigger picture here. That's the guy they picked. You know, the Bears could have picked Trubisky. They could have picked, or they picked Trubisky. They could have picked Mahomes. They could have picked Watson. They didn't. That's who they went with. Could that be the wrong pick, like in the Bears' case? Yes, of course it can. But why would you have any reason to mistrust what they did? Green Bay has had an elite quarterback for the last 30 seasons. Just trust it a little bit. Now let's transition to another thing that drives me bonkers. Brewers fans. Now this might get a little personal because I hate the team. Oh, Christian Yelich, Christian Yelich, Christian Yelich. Yeah, he's fucking really good. But it's one guy on a team. Oh, man, the Brewers are playing like shit. Yeah, of course they're playing like shit. They're a bunch of shitty players. Yelich is very, he's an MVP candidate every year. And I don't want to hear any complaining about Cody Bellinger winning it. Last year, I mean. Cody Bellinger was the best player in baseball last year. Behind, of course, Mike Trout, like it is every year. You don't have anything else to compliment you. Like There's two guys, three guys, two and a half really, because the third guy doesn't really pipe in all that much, in our group chat with all of our college buddies. And they're constantly brewers talk, brewers talk. And they say these names of the players. If they say four names, three of them, I don't even know who the fuck they are. Oh, man, the Brewers really are playing like shit today. Or they won 19-0 today. And then so, oh, yeah, they're really good. No, they're not. They're a crappy baseball team. When they went to the NLCS in 2018, they weren't a good team either. They all played above expectations. They're not a good team. And I know it's like... You have a personal investment in your team. That's how every fan base works, right? You're biased towards that. Now, in this case, I'm biased against the Brewers. But it's like if any other... It feels like to me, maybe it's just because I grew up in Wisconsin and didn't grow up rooting for the team. I mean, I root for the Packers. Like I said with the Rodgers thing, I have a little bit of a bias when it comes to that. But if they suck, they fucking suck. And I'll tell you they suck. 2008, 2009, 2010 That year range When Brian Terrio and Jeff Samarja And Starlin Castro Were on the Cubs Oh my god Going to school is miserable Got heckled all day How about them Cubs Yeah, they suck I didn't say, oh they're not that bad Oh he's just in a slump Oh he's not really pitching that well No, he fucking sucks He's a bum Brewers pitching They're bums I had a guy in college who was like, oh, Zach Davies is like the best pitcher in the NL Central. The year he won 17 games on 8 losses in a sub-5 ERA. It's like, shut up, dude. They're, he's not good. He's a garbage pitcher. He's a bum. That's Brewer fans. They're like the i feel like, like Brewer fans and Yankee fans are the only ones who fucking do that. Like, Yankee stands defend Gary Sanchez. He's not good. He used to be able to hit for power. He's a terrible catcher. And now we can't even hit. It's like it's frustrating because like you try to reason with them and have an intelligent baseball conversation about it, and they're like, "What do you mean?" It's like, no, the Brewers are not a good baseball team. Twenty eighteen was a fluke. They were terrible before. They were kind of good last year. They I don't, did they make the playoffs? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, they did. They lost right away though. They lost to the Nats, I think. They weren't great, they weren't bad though. I'm not gonna say they're bad. Last year as a team. But the players aren't good on that team. What do you expect? Look at all the other teams that have success in any sport. They're superstar loaded. It's a miracle the Rams haven't won every Super Bowl since 2015. Look at the Dodgers. Bellinger, Turner, Mookie Betts, Kershaw, Bueller. And another one, and another one, and another one. They're loaded. Kenley Jansen, they're loaded. And they still don't win the World Series. So I guess that kind of defends them that you don't need the best team, the best roster, to win the World Series. And baseball is the one sport where the best team doesn't always win. But the Brewers don't even give themselves a chance. They need a big lefty pitcher and not CC Sabathia for three months. The last true ace they had was Ben Sheets. And maybe Zach Ranky. if you count that. It's just, the bias, is, it drives me bonkers. Then the last thing, is which I really wanted to tie it into, is Giannis. Giannis should not be the MVP of the National Basketball Association this year. I mean, if you want to argue he's the best for his team, Yeah. But then here's the sentiment I don't understand. Oh, the Bucks are the deepest team in the league, according to sources in my group chat. Then they lose. Oh, man, we need more help. Bro, if you needed help, you're not deep. That's what deep is. Deep isn't having, you know, 10 other guys on the bench who are capable NBA players because every guy on every bench is a capable NBA player. Being deep is having 10 guys on the bench who are capable NBA players and produce at levels sufficient to win the game without having your starters in the game. You can't have 15 superstars, but you shouldn't have to have one guy on the court for 48 minutes and then, well, okay, he's off. Now we suck. And that's kind of what happened this series. Maybe this whole series is a fluke. Cause, I mean, I know the Bucks were a fantastic regular season team, but it doesn't matter in the regular season. You play for, you know, this these month and a half, two months. That's what you play for. I don't want to hear the argument of, oh, you know, Giannis is so good. He needs extra help. We need shooters. No, you don't need shooters. You need to have your best player be a shooter. You need to, as a fan, you need to understand the game to have intelligent takes about it, right? Just think about it this way. The way Giannis plays basketball, being only able to play eight feet away from the hoop, I mean, in a set offense, not in transition, because he moves well. He moves like a guard. He's seven feet tall. He takes like three steps from half court and he's at the hoop. He euro steps. He's a fantastic basketball player. I'm not trying to say he isn't. But what I'm trying to say is he's not gonna. They're not gonna get anywhere if your best player cannot shoot a free throw. If he can't shoot a mid range shot or a three pointer, he can't shoot. He's so limited. MVPs do all. MVPs do everything. Now, I don't like saying this, but LeBron James is probably... Well, no. See? He he does it all on the offensive end. He can play defense, but then he doesn't. Then he stops playing defense. I don't like that. I, it's just... What I'm trying to get at with this whole thing is, like... Wisconsin's... Oh, I didn't even get, about bas- get to basketball. Basketball... We're hyped up every... Or football, excuse me. Wisconsin. We're hyped up every year. And we lose a dud. And then, oh, that's it. Season's over. Which is kind of how it works in college football. And it's the same thing with college basketball. They're never good. But there's always expectation. Because they always find a way to make it into the tournament. And then, it's like... You know, I went on such a rant that I kind of lost track of what I was trying to say. But it's like... We need to educate ourselves as fans and be very honest with ourselves. And I'm saying ourselves with the Green Bay Packers and the college. Brewer fans, stop lying to yourself. Your roster is not good. Your roster, I'll repeat that. Your roster is not good. Christian Yelich, Ryan Braun, Josh Hader, um... Four and five guys in rotations. Pretty bad bullpen play. Orlando Arcia, and whoever and uh, Kestin Hira are not. That's not gonna get done. Milwaukee Bucks fans. Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Eric Bledsoe, and the whole complement of stars. Or everyone complimenting those stars Is enough to get it done Not against the Heat But most times it is Enough to get it done Don't say you need more help You played like shit Just learn the game a little Stop making excuses for your team Stop blaming the fucking coach Oh the coach needs to get this guy open well, No he doesn't That guy needs to hit his shot when you, when you miss shots, you lose. They don't shoot well. I understand, oh, we need more shooters. You really don't need more shooters. You need the shooters you have now to hit your shots. What are you going to have on the court, five shooters? Every team's like that. Everybody's a shooter now. Get with it. The guys who can't shoot on your team need to shoot. Fucking Brook Lopez shoots. Splash Mountain, he shoots now. Just... I just don't like the excuses, that's all. And I mean, I'm guilty of it too, being an Aaron Rodgers stan, but... Just be realistic. If they suck, they suck. This is more directed at those bum brewers, but if they suck... They fucking suck. Jesus. Rant over. Like I said, it was gonna go a little longer just because I kind of got on a tear there, but... Hey, whatever. Got some steam off my chest. That was pretty cool. You can follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. At Jake Sawinski8. J 8 J-A-K-E-S-A-W-I-N-S-K-I-8. Don't forget, check out Nuance Magazine, Instagram, Twitter, their website. Super cool stuff. You know, they're doing a lot of um, hip-hop music, rap music, stuff like that. They do exclusives with... um, Artists of the Week, um, things like that. They dropped a new clothing line, so check them out. The Nuance Magazine. that made make Casey really happy. And I will talk to you guys soon, very soon. Peace. I'll sit around and watch the tune.